Welcome to the 90 Central Podcast, where we discuss growing a business, working in media, and building a team that we love. I'm Will Stewart, CEO of 90 Central, joined by John Godwin. Hey, John. How are well, you? Well, hello. And your title is production leader. That is me. Yeah. Yes. But you really actually have more than that. Like, you're, you're kind of our multi-tool. Yes, I am. I like to have all the hats. And you like it that way. Like, yeah. with your working genius and with your Enneagram profile, we've discovered that oh, yeah. you know, give you variety. Exactly. I like to have options. Yeah. Of what I want to do. Yeah. And if you ask me, what did I do today? I can just say one of the ones I didn't do. <laughs> hey, that works. Yeah. That's perfect. So um, there's a lot of different roles on set as well. And there's like, you know, with our company, the size that it is, sometimes we have the smaller sets where it's, you know, three or four people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have, you know, 30 people on set. And yeah. so it can always vary. It does. Yeah. It, but today we're talking about a very specific role, the first AC or first camera assistant. Yes. Yeah. Which is the role I... Usually Don, as we do production. Yeah. Yes. And you're awesome at it. Um, Thank you. So when we send out call sheets to clients, it would list like who the positions are, who's going to be there, when, when everybody needs to be there. Mm -hmm. People might look at the first AC and go, what is that? You know, they see all these. We, they probably know what director is. Right. You know, then there's yeah. there's DP, which is director of photography, and they might know what that is. And then, you know, it just kind of gets – it gets weird. All the, the phrasing gets <laughs> yeah. just like grip, gaffer, you yeah. know. HMU, all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're going to talk about the one AC, the first AC. The first AC. Yeah. Yes. So what does a first AC do? So primarily the main thing they do, you know, is they pull focus. Yeah. They are the one in charge of keeping whatever the shot is, the object in the shot is in focus. Yeah. Uh, but they also uh, are the head of the camera department and they literally assist the camera. Whatever the camera needs, they are the assistant to the camera. So... <laughs> Batteries, cards, lenses, they change the lenses. They build the camera when they get on set. They tear down the camera when they're done. Um, literally anything has to do with the camera, they tend to it. Yeah. So like building out the camera, you know, that's a big deal mm -hmm. because uh, with a lot of our shoots, it's not just like we just take a camera, you know, grab, pull it out of the bag and just start filming. Right. I mean, yeah. we're using professional Hollywood level cameras. Right. So there's special mounts that we got to make mm -hmm. sure that we have. There's special lenses we have to sure, be sure what's on. Um, uh, there's follow focuses that we attach to it and certain wireless stuff and certain, you know, certain needs. Like, for instance, uh, we were mounting to a Steadicam for the Greenville uh, tourism shoot. So, you know, that had specific things that need to be on it and need to be off of it. I mean, there's just like yeah. all these details. Mm -hmm. So usually you and I sit down or you'll sit down with the director uh, before a shoot mm -hmm. and say, okay, you, you ask, like, hey, what gear do we need? And what, what does it need right. to look like? Um, and then you just like prepare it the day before, I guess. Yeah, well, pre-production pre of, you know, you're just making sure the gear that we need is, you know, on the truck and charged yeah. if it, you know, whatever has the batteries. We may, we also have different types of cameras, so sometimes we may use one as opposed to the other yeah. or all of them. Yeah. It's a big shoot. Um, so, yeah, prepping that, make sure we have the right lenses for that day. So a lot of pre-production that, has, that um, goes into that as well. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of that there. Then on set, while you're on set, you're then um, you know building out any kind mm -hmm. of extra things that need to be on the camera, yeah. making sure that it's it's all fine tuned and mm -hmm. ready to go. All the settings are right because you know. Yeah, all the settings are right. Also, I think a good a good first AC will make sure that every all the cords are nice and neat. Yes, it can be a hot mess. Yes. <laughs> Which, you know, if we're in a hurry, I admit sometimes I, I leave it in a hot mess and it's like, we need this camera now. Here you go. <laughs> Here it is. Cords are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we always joke that the um, 
the camera needs to be Instagrammable. Like it needs yeah. to be able to like you take a picture of it. It looks pretty. <laughs> yeah. Put the matte box on, but we don't need it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Make it look cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's some of the stuff. You're building camera. You're responsible for everything with the camera. Um, and then pulling focus. We, mm-hmm. we kind of like alluded to that. Yeah. Um, a lot of times people, like you're off in the corner doing something special. People mm-hmm. are like, what are you doing? You know? Oh, yeah. That I, it, If they're not familiar with our industry, that is the number one question. They see me off in a corner. With this little device. Actually, hold on. Yeah, go, go get it. it. So we have it off off screen, uh, but he's going to grab something special. And if you are a, not a um, a viewer of the podcast, if you're just listening to it, you, you're going to get no value out of this. But um, <laughs> if you yeah. want to see it, we, we have the video on Facebook and you want to check it out. We'll, we'll show you these kind of these gizmos here. So usually I use uh, this monitor. It's a small monitor. It's nice and compact. Um, the brand we use is small HD and yeah. it transmits everything from the camera straight to this. Uh, and we can add a effect to it where it shows everything is in black and white, but whatever is in focus is in color or a certain color. Like we use yeah. red or green sometimes just depends. Um, and so that's how you know what is in focus. And then we have this other device, which is the focus puller and it's a little wheel that you spin. And as you spin the wheel, you know, whatever is in focus changes. So, this control transmits to the device that attaches to the lens and it rotates the focus wheel so that you're able to, you know, control it uh, wirelessly, which is really cool. You're just like not anywhere near the camera. I mean, you should be within close proximity, sure. you know, because you, you're tending to the camera, yeah. but you, you're not even like no cords or anything. And you're like controlling that, which I think is really neat. Just yeah, absolutely. Kind of nerd out on something like that. Yeah. And it's a great investment for, um, for our company because it helps our projects go faster for our clients um, and gives them a really good product. So anything that we shoot, we want to make sure that our clients know um, exactly what's being shot and they can approve exactly. it, look at it and, and you know, and like it. So, right. Yeah. So we do all wireless image imaging. Mm-hmm. So um, the clients have their own monitor that's nice and big and mm-hmm. full color. It's not black and white like yours. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we also wirelessly send signal to you. We'll wirelessly send signal to sometimes I want my own monitor, you know, right. I'm a little bougie like that. Mm-hmm. And I'll walk around with my own little, little monitor. Um, so, uh, yeah, all these things help us move faster oh, yeah. um, and make sure we get it get it right. Um, and it's cool. It's cool watching you at work. Um, and yeah. let me say, you are a master at it. You do <laughs> well, such a good you. job. It was uh, definitely a learned skill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not start that way. It's tough, man. It is, it, it is very hard. It, which, at first, I thought that can't be that hard. You literally just put it with some focus. But the, the uh, challenge is when you have things that move. <laughs> yeah. So, if it's somebody who's just like, you know, you're doing, um, let's say, an interview shot. It's just a talking head you set it and you're pretty much set unless this person moves a lot, like leaning forward or back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, we're doing any kind of shoot with anybody walking or any kind of camera movement, dollying that causes challenges. So you, you're completely in control of keeping it in focus. And if you fail at your one thing that you're supposed to do, everybody else has to reset and do the entire shot again. So yeah. it doesn't, depending on, you know, how big of a shoot, it can add some pressure, but sure. Also, it's kind of fun. So yeah, it's like you're you're setting up for something. If you you know like the smoke has to be just right, or there's you know animals or our kids. Yeah, or like yeah. it's just all these things, these variables you kind of want just right, and you call action. It's up to the first AC to just make sure they they nail it as right. well as you can. And then we yeah. try to you know like uh, we try to make sure, and we would probably get in the weeds of, the, of all the nerd talk, but like we try to get make sure that we're giving you a chance because like there's times where you can make the the lenses like barely being focused where, you know, like right. just like the, the eyelashes are in focus, but the ears are out of focus yeah. with the focal plane. And there's, there's stuff we can do to make, make sure your life isn't a living right. hell. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your most difficult, um, focus pool 
Every, is there one that like scars uh, you? For there's like, a couple that come screaming? to mind. Yeah, one of them was we were filming. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, podcast etiquette: stay close to your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one uh, one that comes to mind is we were filming a video for a leaf blower manufacturer, mm. and we started the shot. The camera was looking down the barrel of the leaf blower. And the fan rotating inside was supposed to be in focus. And then once uh, director called action, a guy holding leaf blower walks away from the shot and the focus needed to then be racked to uh, the logo on the very back end of the Mm. leaf blower. Meanwhile, the uh, talent holding leaf blower is continually walking away. So then you had to pull back, find the logo, follow them. Another element to all of this is that we were dollying, dollying from left to right at the same time so the camera's on the moving. slides. So the camera's moving as well. And mm. <laughs> on top of all that, we were um, we had the pressure of losing daylight because this was one of the last shots of the day we did outside. Yeah. And so I had a lot of pressure. And <laughs> I think Oof. my hands got a little sweaty. But <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, and then another, I mean, I guess more generic shots are just uh, whenever there's people – uh, running, we did a commercial in Daytona and we had to like get a kid running at the camera and like very quickly, but the, um, depth of focus was very short, very yeah. small, but like trying to keep their face in focus. Um, that was hard, which it's not, it doesn't add too much pressure if it's something we can keep doing over and over. But when we have a, a time crunch, um, that's the pressure part points. Yeah. We also have done stuff like, you know, shooting zoo animals, um, let me rephrase that. Not shooting zoo animals. <laughs> it's good. To, that's a good clarification to uh, to say. That's good. <laughs> That'd be a dark video. It would be dark. It also probably illegal. I would say. Yeah. If they're zoo animals. <laughs> <laughs> Filming zoo animals and like the monkeys like to run around all over the place. Yeah. And, um, Very erratic. Not as pressure because it's not like we can say, "All right, monkey, reset. We want, let's do that again." Right. It's just wherever they're at, just following them and yeah. focus. So. Uh, but yeah, those are a few that come to mind. And it's so. tricky. It's tricky when the object that you're supposed to be in focus with is is moving. Um, right. But then when you have the dynamics of the the, the camera moving as well, mm-hmm. you know, if if you're if you were sitting on the camera, I could feel it moving. I think that would probably help you because you get to yeah. get those cues, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. of, of like movement. But when you when you're just standing there and you're you're just standing still and there's this image that's changing and oh yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. This is the reason why I'm not a first AC. <laughs> this is why I don't do it. It's well, stressful. It is, but I enjoy it. So, yeah. yeah, you're incredible at it, man. <clears throat> so, um, you're also over the rest of the camera department too. So, yes. um, for bigger shoots, um, they have like the second AC and all this mm-hmm. is, it's, it's crazy how all this has been, you know, kind of set from tradition, you know, cause mm-hmm. like even if you go to a Hollywood set, uh, we're doing it similar to, or the same as a Hollywood set would do it where you have, you know, director DP, first AC, second AC and, and so yeah. on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But like the second AC goes and fetches the lenses. The first AC is traditionally always supposed to stay there. Right. You know, okay. on, on bigger sets, <clears throat> on bigger sets, if like um, the first AC needs to walk away from the camera during a, an active set, like maybe you go to the restroom or something like that. The second AC has to stand there with the camera, yeah. like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's super interesting. Yeah, it, it kind of, before I knew all of the terms for film, uh, film sets, what everybody's role was, I thought a first AC was, I heard the word assistant in the title and I thought they were kind of like a PA, a production mm, assistant. And yeah. I was like, well, that's not a very important job. I was like, <laughs> no, no disrespect to PAs, but it's just kind of like, well, what do they do? Do they go get the coffee? And then like when I learned, I'm like, oh, they have to, like, they have a lot they got to do. Yeah. The camera works a lot. And, it's uh, intense. Yeah. 
Um, for, lost my train of thought. I was oh. going somewhere with that. But no worries. Anyway. What's your favorite thing about being a first AC? Um, I like, there's two things I like about it. One is I really like the challenge yeah. of it with the pressure. I mean, it is pressure, but it's also kind of fun. It's like, I kind of get in my own head and I, I like to kind of tune out everything else going on, uh, within reason. You got to listen to direction, sure. but, uh, I like to kind of just tune out everything and just, it's just me and focusing on the object and it's. It's almost like a video game. I'm sitting there with the little wheel and probably think, <laughs> think I'm really weird over there right. in the corner. Like, <laughs> but uh, it's fun to, uh, you know, just see if I can keep it in focus. Um, sometimes I'm like talking to myself like, oh, yes, yes, a little closer, a little closer. Oh, I lost it. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, and then the, the other thing I like about it is that uh, the first AC is really the person who gets to tell the story. Um, you know, the director is obviously directing the story, but the, the first AC controls the focus they control where the audience is, their eyes are drawn to. Yeah, because your eyes are so, actually drawn yeah, to something in focus. Exactly. So whatever's in focus, you know, and like, you know, the term racking in focus means you just go from one thing in focus to the other. So like we may rack from, you know, one person who's having an emotional breakdown and then like it goes to another actor who, you know, so their eyes are are drawn from that person to the other person. And yeah. it's like, they're in control of that. They get to tell the story. So I love I really that. Love that. So. That's great. So um, why would we use a first AC, especially in the, the focus pulling, like manually pulling focus versus just doing it automatically? <laughs> and there's so many cameras out there now that are starting to do that, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, as the industry grows, like the autofocus on cameras are getting really good. Yeah, it's it really like is. Yeah. so creepy how smart they get. Yeah. Um, and before I answer, like even like the... The latest iPhones, I think, have a feature where it's like a kind of like That's a smart autofocus, yeah. yeah, where they just kind of follow whoever's, yeah. yeah, which, you know, it's like, hey, that's not, the problem is, oh, that's not actually what I wanted in focus. Right. So that, there's your answer is you get full control over what's in focus and for how long and, you know, it's, and autofocus isn't always perfect. Sometimes it's like, you know, it usually most cameras these days, it'll it'll aim for their face. You'll see on the screen, you'll have like a little box that most people know what I'm talking about, even on your phones. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes the box is like, oh, now it's on their chest yeah. uh, or it's behind them, the person behind them. Or that's a painting in the background of right. somebody's face that it's now <laughs> racked to. And it's yep. like, what? why is that in focus? Yeah. So it gives you full control over it. You don't have to worry about any, you don't have to rely on you're not at the mercy of the technologies, um, how good it is. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good, well said. Yeah, and in the... Um, we found that it doesn't save time. To, yeah. To, uh, <laughs> it really doesn't. Right. And especially like if you have someone, for instance, that they're modeling a, a product or something, if they're holding it up, the camera's going to be like, oh, we want the, you know, you want the face in focus, obviously. Yeah. It's like, no, we actually want the, the you know, product in right. focus. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot of variables that that mm. you can't overcome. So we found it's better just to, to get yourself a John, you know, and just <laughs> get yourself some some uh, follow focus gear and, and, and do it manually. Yeah. It's so much better. Yeah. So, thanks for walking us through the, the yeah, first AC, absolutely. all the all the roles that the first AC does. Oh it's, yeah, that's cool. It's a it's a very fascinating um, department and, and skill, and, and I love hearing about it. Yeah, and sharing that with others. What's something that you're digging? Hmm, I have recently been getting back into reading a lot okay. recently. Like I I kind of haven't been really reading much, yeah, and so like the past two weeks, I just kind of was like, I need to really read. I think it's important and yeah. it's just nice to take your brain off of a screen. And like recently during lunch breaks, I've been, instead of spending my lunch break, looking at more screens, right. after spending a whole day looking at screens, yeah. Guilty. I've been uh, <laughs> you're like, Hey, I'll go read a book for 30 minutes or yeah, something, you know? Good. And it's like, it's so refreshing too. And just coming back, like my eyes are, have been off the screen for 30 minutes, sure. you know? 
and your brain is engaged in yes, a different way. Exactly, it is. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of something I've been getting back into. Are you a fiction guy, nonfiction guy? Um, mainly fiction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like currently, I'm reading like three different books. Just like two of them are spiritual books um, that I've been reading during my quiet times. And then I also have like a fiction book that I read for fun. So, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. What about you? I am digging uh, Ben Rector right now. He's oh, a, okay. he's an artist um, that has been, is dripping out his latest album. So mm-hmm. he, he dropped like three tracks and then I think the fourth one is is dropping soon. If, if by the time people listen to this, it might've already dropped. So but. I know at the time of this recording, he just recently had an EP. Is that, that's your, yes, that's yeah. the one that he's, he's, yeah. And he hasn't dropped it. it uh, Something about joy, right? Yeah, the joy of something, the joy of music, or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. So that, so that is actually you're saying there's going to be like a full album to that. Yes. So we dropped three, and um, as of this recording, I think that his next one's being dropped tomorrow, and then the rest I think are in March, and Mm. it's like. All these interesting nice. artists that he hasn't like dropped yet. So like one Snoop Dogg, which I'm like, <laughs> and if you know, like his stuff is very like you know, I don't know. It's 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 more of a, a folk kind of sound. Like yeah. you know, um, you know, it's not. It's definitely not rap or in right. Snoop Snoop Dogg's genre at all. So I'm very yeah. curious to see how that works. Yeah, but I love I love singer songwriters. I like mm-hmm. people that that um that write their own music and and there's I don't know there's some kind of a connection yeah. there to it. I, so I, I also love Ben Rector. He's his his lyrics just seem so real to life. Like, yeah, not figuring it. It's just like, just telling it how it is, you know? Yeah. And he just, he's very unique in his sound as well. And just a very gifted artist. Yeah. yeah. So he's not coming to Greenville yet. It hasn't been announced that he's coming. He's, so um, I'm sure Ben listens to this, this podcast. Yes. So ben, hey, hey Ben. Hey Ben. Hey buddy. Like um, uh, come to Greenville, but man, I'll, I'll buy a ticket. We'll have you on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, but only if you pay, cause this is, uh, <laughs> this is exclusive. <laughs> Also, you owe me 20 bucks for, for talking about your house. I know it's really, I'm really going to help you move it. All right. So on that ridiculousness, yes, we probably should say goodbye. We so, should. Um, if anybody wants to know more about what we do, uh, we're all over the place. Where are we? Uh, the internet. We're on the internet. So nice. Uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram. What else are we on? Facebook. That, what are we on? <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. We're on. We're Twitter? on all the, all the all the socials. We're on Twitter. Uh, you really knocked out of the park, I gotta say. Like when I threw that call to action to you, you did such a good job. Thanks. Like so prepared. <laughs> so, all right. On that note, we'll see everybody next time. Thanks for watching. See ya. I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna look down. I'm just gonna look down. I'm gonna cheat. <laughs> I'll do the looking. Look, I tell you, <laughs> you should never record a podcast before you before lunch. But then after lunch, you could say, "Man, we should not have done See, this." After exactly. Lunch. We're going to talk about wabbits on this podcast. <laughs>